My name is Rob Konitz. Uh, today marks one year since the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Joining us now on the phone lines to discuss this from CBS News, Jeff McCausland. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us here on WPTF. Hey, it's great to be with you. So uh, Ukrainian President Zelensky talked early this morning about the uh, one-year anniversary. What, what is the latest? Well, the latest is, of course, that we are surprisingly in many ways at this one-year anniversary because if you went back a year ago, I believe there's really very few people who expected Ukraine to hold out. I mean, <clears throat> the Russians were so certain they were going to be victorious that military officers in the Russian army were told to pack their dress uniforms for the victory parade and the celebration that was going to occur in Kiev in a couple of days. But, in fact, Ukrainians have hold out and been an inspiration, I think, all around the world. And secondly, of course, with the aftermath of the president's trip to Warsaw and his president's trip to Kiev last week, uh, we've demonstrated, I think, Western support, U.S. support, NATO support uh, for the Ukrainians in this desperate fight for the last year, something, again, I don't believe the Russians depend, or thought would occur. On the ground, at least, things need to be fairly frozen. Uh, Russians are conducting somewhat of an uh, offensive operation right now against particularly Bakhmut in the Donbass region, which it seems to be having only, at best, very, very limited success. Well, at the same time, they've continued to strike Ukrainian cities and infrastructure with long-range missiles. Hopefully, in the next few weeks, as more and more military hardware and the rest will rise, particularly tanks, armed personnel carriers, artillery, and the like, we'll see the Ukrainian positions begin what I expect to be a counteroffensive sometime perhaps in April or early May that once again may allow them to recover more of the territory that they've lost over the last year and perhaps at that point convince the Russians once and for all of the foolhardiness of this particular aggressive behavior and that hopefully setting the conditions for some kind of negotiation. Yeah, Jeff uh, McCausland from CBS News joining us. And, and yeah, Jeff, I, you know, I agree with you. You know, February of 2022, when this happened, take me take me back to that day when the invasion first started. I remember I was on I was actually on vacation with my wife and some friends, but I was watching TV, all the networks were covering it, and I remember just watching this and listening to the anchors, the news reporters, and in a way, I feel like just about everybody was kind of in this, wow, this is really happening type of mode. What what do you remember most about that day one year ago when Russia invaded Ukraine? Well, I think just that. I mean, though, frankly, I personally was convinced the Russians were going, in fact, attack. And I had talked to people, frankly, at CBS about that in the days and weeks prior to that. Not to pat myself on the back, I hope I was, had been wrong. But again, the expectation was that the war would end very, very quickly, and that did not occur. Now, the other thing I remember most distinctly is this, frankly, rather youngish-looking president, Vladimir Zelensky. It's important to remember back in those days, he wasn't even terribly popular in Ukraine. Popularity ratings for Zelensky was about 20%. Mm. He'd been a comedian on TV, and a lot of people thought he was a bit of a joke. I think Putin thought he was a bit of a joke. But in those early days, this guy in particular, I think, inspired his country. And I remember that very, very fateful phrase, when there was a really a strong effort in, uh, to evacuate him and create a government in exile, as the expectation was he would fall, and when told that he was being uh, going to be taken out of the country or going to be asked to leave the country, his reply was, I don't need a ride, I need more ammunition. And, and that <laughs> one phrase, I think, uh, it transformed the entire situation, transformed the attitude of the Ukrainian people, uh, and resulted in their steadfast resistance to this uh, horrible, aggressive, uh, operation by the Russians. 
it was just one of those, all right, buckle in. Uh, but for their president to say, I- I'm going to fight with you. We're, we're, we're going to fight Russia. Obviously, this has been, like you said, tragic and, and sad. But from that angle of seeing you know, President Zelensky strap on his boots himself, uh, I think not only ignited you know the the fight in the ukrainians but the support around the world and here in the u.s and you see it across the globe you know everyone raising their blue and yellow ukrainian flags in in a show of support and i you know that's what i that's the other thing that i remember you know all of last year is is everyone here in the u.s showing their support for ukraine that's exactly right but i think at this point in time we need to be clear-eyed by the fact that despite that dramatic outpouring of support for the Ukrainians outside of the country and inside the country, we have now witnessed a horrible war. We've mm-hmm. now witnessed Russian casualties that estimated over 200,000 casualties, probably 50,000 dead. Ukrainians on the military side, probably at least 100,000 or more casualties. Uh, uh, clearly at least 30 to 40,000 uh, Ukrainian civilians, many women and children, have been killed in these senseless bombings with missiles on Ukrainian cities. Somewhere around 12 to 13 million Ukrainian refugees or displaced people, either inside Ukraine or outside the country. And the cost of this particular conflict has been horrific. And here in the United States, it's also, I think, important for our leaders to keep in mind that while Americans support the war in Ukraine, I, I have detected a, a softening of that particular support. We have to be honest. We couldn't kid ourselves. That has occurred uh, over the last year. Uh, as the cost of war in terms of what the United States is spending, as the cost of war in terms of what it's done perhaps to inflation or the cost of energy or the cost of food or just the horrific scenes we see nightly on our television sets uh, cause many people to wonder, is there a way to end this particular conflict? And, and as a consequence, I think as we move ahead in this country, it's going to be imperative to continue to talk about this, describe what's going on and the, the fact that Russia has violated every international norm possible if the American people are going to maintain their support and indirectly then support uh, the Ukrainians and maintain the unity of the West, it's critical if we're going to be successful. Are there any signs of, of this ending soon? None. Uh, I'll be candid. I, I see no signs of this ending soon in a negotiated settlement. The, I firmly believe that uh, we uh, have assumed, I think at times, that if we had suffered 200,000 casualties and 50,000 killed in one single year, that we'd be looking for some way to find a negotiated settlement. I see no indication on the Russian side by Mr. Putin, and we have to understand this is a singular actor in many, many ways, no indication of any kind of meaningful negotiation on his part. Now, today, uh, China has announced a 12-point plan for negotiation. Uh, That's useful. I hope it could be successful, and I would be the first person to vote for Xi Jinping to get the Nobel Peace Prize if he got that to work. But if you look at that 12-point plan, we really only need the first point, and the first point says respect the sovereignty of all the countries that are involved. Well, if the Russians respected the sovereignty of Ukraine, they would pull all their troops out of Ukrainian territory today, and the war would come to an end. Yeah. Jeff McCausland from CBS News. We've run out of time, but Jeff, thank you so much uh, for giving some insight on this uh, one-year anniversary of uh, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Appreciate your time. My pleasure. Jeff McCausland from CBS News.